Welcome everyone to another episode of the Geek Street Podcast brought to you by the Retro 2BD Podcast. As always, I am your host Turbo with uh, the Swamp Ninja and the Algorithm joining suit. We're talking about all our geekery that we get up to over the over the times we're not uh, talking to each other so usually for the week uh we talk toys we talk video games we talk comics we talk hockey cards basically we're just big children that like to talk about stuff that we like on the interwebs so if you're into that thanks for being here on that note it's been quite a it riddled uh, episode so far so swamp ninja how was your week uh, much like the IT issues, a little rocky, a little rocky, but we're getting through it. We're getting through it. Uh, we don't know about you guys. When you inherit a dumpster fire at work, do you start uh, browsing on your phone for things to buy or things to ponder? Oh, do I ever? Therapy. Yes. Do I yeah. ever? My uh, job that... doesn't really change from day to day. I'm just always looking. <laughs> always on the phone. We have overly developed thumbs, everybody, from uh, from being on our phones. It's quite it's quite grotesque. Um, overall, wasn't was wasn't too. Say, sorry, yeah, go ahead. I, <laughs> I was. I think there might be a lag because I'm interrupting you. Um, I am talking when you're quiet, but uh, yeah, I was gonna say um, from the intro there that we're uh, one way to put it is that we're we're children, but another way to say it is that we are emotionally stunted. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not mostly yeah. stunted per se. Yeah, yeah you've more of a you've more of a personality disorder. We're not. I am. You know, I'm men. bipolar for sure. Probably. We're, we're, sure. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about our mental disabilities here. I'm just saying we're like we're 40 years old and, and we're not emotionally. No, but we're also not the uh, raging alcoholics okay, of well, our ancestors. Well, Let's just stop there for a second. Let's get well, since we're getting all deep here. Well, what do you consider a forty-year-old emotionally? Someone that's not collecting toys and talking about video games and stuff. It's all good. I'm just saying. Um. Well, I mean, when you really think about it, what did your parents talk about when they were forty? Not video games and toys. No, but they probably talked about <laughs> bands and going to concerts and maybe you know checking out a movie. Sure, they Not did. In their forties, no, they didn't. Any so, what did they talk? What What did they talk about then? The I bills. <laughs> What'd you say? The bills. Just the, the, the bills in general. The bills. Yes. The weather. Um, Not the Buffalo Bills, but the weather. Taking vacations. Um, I don't know. Pretty interesting stuff. So we're a lot more interesting than the previous. Exactly, generation. we're way better than our parents. Hey, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not. You're being judgmental. You're judgmental. We're fighting, you're all, we're fighting everyone's yourself. parents. Yeah, I'm with you guys here. I'm the worst. Ah. I'm the worst of everybody. I'm still stuck in the loops. <laughs> At least upgrade to the nineties. Come on. Uh, that sucked. Uh, I kind of like the nineties. That's when things started going to hell. <laughs> Always fun living through times. Uh, but no, let's take a look here. Uh, hockey for sure, as far as for... Uh, yeah, hockey was definitely a pre... But yeah, they also... They had like Howdy Doody and uh, the Lone Ranger. So they really didn't have any avenues to, you know, always, every couple of years to get a new Lone Ranger serial or show or... Uh, I guess mannequin. I don't know what things would be marketing that. Now we grew up in the age where we just finally tuned every little, 
every want or need, even if we don't want. I could have a I could have a Pokemon phone case, or I could have a Pokemon sneakers, Pokemon cereal, Pokemon vitamins. Sounds None like you Digimon. really like Pokemon. I don't. I'm more of a Digimon guy, but uh, whatever it is, whatever your elk is, you can find it. So don't, don't be yucking elk. on the Pokemon yum. <laughs> yeah, it's Snorlax. Snorlax all the way. Yeah, and uh, Squirtle, Squirtle, obviously. But it is definitely interesting to see if, if, like, who had hobbies and stuff like that. I feel like growing up, the adults mainly worked themselves to an early death and uh, didn't have any many particular hobbies except for, like, crushing eight Drink. beers after work. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, and then, like, falling Drinking asleep in a recliner. Yeah, yeah, Drinking yeah. The rich, their children, yeah. Yeah, a rich tradition. It's, yeah. <laughs> one day this this hand the uh, the the beer cozy to you like one day you'll be a parent. Yeah, I, it is I am, we, we are parents, and it's it's weird. It's strange. Yeah, you guys fucked up. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. You're both blessed with uh, totally functioning human children, so it's good. You guys uh, yeah, did it. Maybe. You guys did it. Um, got, no, but I've got a theory though. Just getting back to that, just one last time before. Oh, for leave. sure. Um, <clears throat> are the generations before us kind of knew that they'd be able to retire at some point, like on, sure. on the most part. Some didn't, and some couldn't. Sure, but you, you, but you, you could work at a hardware them, store and still be able to retire. You know, you could have yeah. like you know a useful job. Yeah, for a lot of them, they knew that they were working towards a retirement because you know you actually got pensions and things back then. Um, some people still do. But, uh, like, we're of this generation and on where we pretty much have accepted the fact that we're probably going to be working until we drop. So I guess we might as well have fun while we do it. Sure. And, and, yeah. at, and at least for middle gymnastics, not too much, like, extravagant fun. I mean, at least, hey, at least Turbo's reading. It might just be comic books, but at least he's, he's, looking, at, <laughs> at least he's looking at letters. Ouch. He's looking <laughs> at words yeah. and forming sentences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know at what? least he's doing that. And at least he's, he's <laughs> You know what? Write me a letter and say that. Write me a letter. Uh, <laughs> you sent me a text. You sent me a text and it was just you saying stuff. It wasn't even you didn't write it down. You just recorded an audio log like we we're playing Bioshock. So yeah. <laughs> I was like we're going live. <laughs> That's all I said. Sure. How many seconds did it take you to type that out? Um, I was I, 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 I was also doing other things. I had one hand free, and I could hit the record oh. button. Well, you I know was what? You adapted, you overcame, and, and telling you guys it was going. So I had one hand free. And Mission Impossible is upside down. I'm a little elevated, so I can't really yeah. text well. I can't use my swipe swiping finger very well. I'm a little we're gonna elevated. we're gonna burn your buzz, sir. You're gonna be oh, one step to depression I'm Here's the best thing. See today. I'm recording from out on the sun porch, which means I can smoke while we talk. <laughs> Excellent. One man is Jolly Ranchers. The other guy has chronic. So good. <laughs> so I'm good. I'm good. We man. all have our vices. I have the quai. The quai? The quai? I've got a seltzer that I did not, that I, that I pinched from the better half of his fridge. So there we go. I don't know where nice. to find out. <laughs> She's listening right now. No, no. And it is. Uh, that's French. I can't read that. Uh, <laughs> no, anyway, but no, to uh, algorithms point, it is most definitely easily a dangerous 
dangerous waters to be in. With the balance of nostalgia, the balance of remaining youthful, and you know, having uh, having hobbies, and just being on our phones a lot. So that's the, the if our parents were on had phones, access to phones all the time, they'd probably be uh, somewhat different as well. But uh, it was not to say back to me, but yeah, it was it was kind of a tough day at work. I was tricked into shattering someone when they were training. And then eventually the trainer was so bad. I was like, okay, if you don't, you have to do the opposite of what your trainer is saying, or you're going to get killed <laughs> or not necessarily <laughs> killed, but you will get very injured working at an airport. Will, so ev eventually mean. you will definitely at least walk into a propeller and <laughs> you will be a third of a person. So <laughs> You're just like, a talking head and half a torso, sir. Yeah, yeah, and probably still get promoted, but still, nevertheless. So it just ended up being the case of like, okay, no, this if things go wrong, it just makes more work for me. So I will show you, I will teach you, and then never talk to you. But uh, <laughs> it was good the fine line of somehow being any social at work and still being accepted. As far as for, you know, people saying, like, don't worry, the, you will help you no matter what happens. And I just look at everyone, I'm like, I will never help him. I will never help him at all. And then when he looks up, I'm like, I will never help you. But uh, I did have to, I, I did help, I did take care of his training. So it was a busy day. Yeah. But um, as I met, texted you, fine folks, uh, our just day at work, when a day one online sale goes, what do you do? And to new listeners, we're we haven't we've always been been geeky, you know, pro wrestling, MMA, you know, uh, video games. It comes and goes, but yeah. uh, this this whole new era of getting into toys or rediscovering collectibles when they do like a sneaker drop and like, all right, nine a.m. Pacific time, the floodgates are open. You got to try and go. Yeah. <laughs> F five. F five. F five. Yeah. Bullshit! Just to buy some thing made in the factory, you know, by a, a four-year-old. Um, to buy the frogmonger. The frogmonger, oh. yes. And I was not expecting that to work. I was not expecting this to work. So I was a, a bad boy. And uh, earlier this week, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three, uh, Vicor went up say, on for sale. And uh, Al, what is a Vicor? I actually don't know. Oh shit! That well, that's gonna screw up my plan. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Vicron is uh, Vicron. Vicron. That's why I didn't have the tab open. V Y K R O N from the Masters of the Universe. I Wasn't that the original that figure, like the original art that he was based off of? Yep, that is the dumb shit that that I bought. I did not need. Oh, um, you bought that. <laughs> what you did it of course thanks, thanks for cluing in <laughs> no no it, it, to be fair i know he sent fair. the pictures i thought he was just trying to tempt me no no um it is they're they've kind of corrected they're kind of tapping into what what people want um it was you're both absolutely right it's early in development before master of the universe was ever anything they're just just uh toy company people and and sales reps pitching ideas so it was roger sweet he pitched the concept uh, there was an earlier toy line for mattel was big jim so not as big as those uh 12 inch gi joes but he had uh, multiple outfits for different adventures scuba big jim karate big jim uh divorce court lawyer attorney big jim 
And uh, the fun when the fun with that toy is he has when he flexes his biceps, his biceps would swell because he had rubber skin over his arms. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! It was awesome. But speaking of muscly men, that's what it was called. I didn't know it had a gym. name. I just always referred to no, 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 not that the Vicron thing. I just always yeah. referred to it as the early concept art. This is the three figures, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And what they were thinking of. So it's going to be one guy, but different outfits. So they have, they did mock-ups of uh, half man, half tank, which is completely yeah, the absurd. They have a barbarian. You know, it was the sword and sorcery era of the early '80s, and there was another one, a, sp- a spaceman, which was a blatant ripoff of Bubba Fett. Well, no, so, he he had a. Um... Did he, was it the Boba Fett mask or was it Stormtrooper mask? It was uh, the Boba Fett mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was mixing him up with the Shockmaster. Yes, which is an action figure now and also very expensive. So you know, I haven't been picking up too many of these Masters of the Universe, Masterverse, or Revelation. Uh, Turbo, you were right. Kind of, they're kind of definitely hit and miss as far as for. Yeah, uh, there's a few, like, there's some I want and some you don't. Like, you're kind of just like, eh, like, it's cool. Like, I got the Skeletor, I have a Scareglow, I got a Merman, and then I, what else do I have? I think I have one more. I can't remember what else I have. Um, this is what happens to all grown men when they start collecting something, folks. Don't feel yeah, bad if it happens to you. Yeah, and then, you know, uh, you know, I want to get a Hordak, I want to get a She-Ra, so I'm in the market for those. But yeah, like I would love to like if I could if I like if I was rich, if I had like squillions, like I'd be I, I'd be all over every line. I'd be all over the Masterverse line and I'd be collecting the origins a little more hardcore if I had like a little more disposable income. I'd be like, yeah, I think I want to do that. But then like I'm really into this those three zero MLDX figures and there's a whole bunch of them coming out soon. So I'm like, I have to start saving for those. Because I want, and they're uh, more premium collectible. Those are those more are premium collectible. But the the thing I'm liking about it, it's all G1 shit. So it's like they know exactly getting, what you want. Yeah, you get your uh, like. I have the Optimus, and it's so dope. Those like those photos I take, man. Every time I take a photo, I'm just like, fuck. So glad I got that figure. Um, there there's a Bumblebee and a Cliff Jumper. Not that I'm big fans of those figures, but hey, they're G1. So like, if I'm gonna try to collect this line, like. Okay, I'm gonna go with it. And they they just announced a Megatron, and then a Starscream. Then there's Al's favorite Hot Rod. Hell yeah. Um. <laughs> so so yeah. So like it's it's going G1, and apparently they're going to do a Galvatron. So I'm like, oh, they're going to go movie route, which would be really dope. So I'm probably going to be in that line pretty th- thick as thieves. And as you guys mentioned last week in the episode, I mean, things that you'd like to see from the Transformers movie, you know, this thing is, even if it doesn't do well, they'll still do another Transformers movie, but it's still so hard to compete with your memories of the uh, of the original series. It's so hard to compare to, you know, what you watched in your formative years. So, yeah, like I was like, like I was talking about that Earthspark Transformers that came out. And I watched, like, I, I, I was pretty harsh on it when we first talked about it. I'm like, I don't like it. It looks, the, the toys look stupid. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch a few episodes of the show to see if I can get any nostalgic pangs for any characters. And I was like, you know what? You know, I, the Optimus okay doesn't look as bad as I thought it did. You know, 
the voice, you know, it's not Peter Cullen by any means, but you know, it it it's it's a nice optimist voice. It's not super animated, like kidsy type type uh, speaking voice, but it is still very child oriented. So I was just like, but you know, you can get those little you know hints of nostalgia when you in certain uh, instances of that of of scenes you see on the screen. You're kind of like, oh, that's kind of reminds me of the old episode of this or whatever. So you kind of you kind of draw upon it on yourself. So I'm going to give it a second shot. I'm going to see what the Megatron figure looks like. I haven't seen it yet. If it's a cool Megatron, uh, maybe, but we'll (laughs) see. But yeah, it's, it's getting bad. Like I, I like, I might as well just come clean. I bought, I made a purchase today too. Good. Uh, (laughs) It was, uh, I actually did the old, uh, swamp ninja special found two figures. I wanted, and there were the last two, so I hid them. Um, I, had to, <laughs> okay. I had to wait to pay eight. Grown ass man, yeah. Grown ass man hide toys from children so I can buy them for myself. You were hiding them from other grown ass men. What did you? Where did you hide them? The so I, hid them behind, I no, I hid them behind uh, the uh, Playmobil uh, like Lego sets. Oh, there you go. Too poor so for too expensive there. for poor people and too dumb for rich people, so they won't go there. Yeah, so it was like kind of just I hid them there. It was funny. I, I, you know, today was payday. I'm like, I'm getting those figures. I got to go get them, or you know, <laughs> got to get them. So I run over to Walmart, and my uh, my buddy Nick from work, he comes over with me, and he's oh, no, he's walking with me. me, and then he watches me walk over and pull these toys <laughs> in from behind. He goes, he goes, did you hide those? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, why? And I'm like, so I could get them when I got paid. <laughs> anyway, so the purchase was is I actually mentioned it on the the episode previous um i decided to grab the legacy core uh dinobots oh congratulations um, they're so little I got, transformers yeah the little transformers and uh, but the cool thing about this they're doing the dinobot line they're is cool they're going to be able, they're easy to hide they are they're very easy to hide and they're you know they're still in that 20 dollar range which i really like um it's fi- it's hard to find a toy that's just 20 bucks um so I was like, you know what? Uh, you know, I, I got paid. I was good. I didn't do. I didn't buy anything last week or the week before. So I'm like, you know, I'll, you know, I'll grab a things. So I grabbed these two uh, two figures, and uh, yeah, the the cool thing about these uh, figures that they're coming out, they're going to do all the Dinobots, but they're also making it where it can transform into Volcanus. So they're actually come with pieces that form the the robot. So I'm, I'm in deep now, so I got to get them. So I got to wait for the other three to come out. What happens if you don't find them? Uh, I'm going to be calling you to find some for <laughs> me. <laughs> which was which was a, is a nice segue because I know the Grimlock has been released. Okay. The little core Grimlock. So if you could uh, keep your eye out on your travels, just uh, shoot me a message if you see one. So which guys did you grab? I grabbed Sludge and Snarl, so the Triceratops nice. and the guy with the long neck. Nice. So, yeah, I got those two on the shelf there now. They're looking pretty. pretty slag pretty coming out soon. Slag, slag will be coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for I'm excited for these little figures to come out because then I think what'll happen is I'll because it's a like a combiner. I'm like I'm gonna have to get a real big one now. So that might that might push me into maybe trying to find myself a, a Volcanus. That might be a birthday purchase for myself for my birth for my birthday. I was yeah. mentioning I was gonna save up and try to 
splurge on myself. So that might be that might be where I splurge. Just get a get a decent Volcanus on the shelf and a combiner and all Dinobots. That's pretty fucking dope. So yeah, that's pretty dope. Nope, he is all the Dinobots. Sixty-five million years in the making. Good lord. Yeah, I'm excited. If I could get the <laughs> if I could get the whole line, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be pretty happy with it. Um, as I mentioned before, I had the Necron figure on this podcast, and I'm not gonna lie, man, those Blackest Night fucking Black Lanterns are looking good. <laughs> They're looking real good because oh, I can like I can have a whole shelf of just Al, what do we do? Badass. <laughs> What do, you, what do we do, Al? Oh, bad. We're losing them. We're losing them. That's good. I, uh, I, it, it helps me to justify the purchases that I make when someone else is going batshit. Yeah, that's it. It's like we're all mad here. We're all mad here. Um, no, it's fair. It's, yeah, as long as you take a break from Masters of the Universe and then stick to Transformers for a little bit, and then I guess maybe DC Comics for a little bit, this fucking it's multiverse line is killing me, man. It's fucking, it's like and, it's uh, so the, like <laughs> it's a lot of Batman, and it's get like it's getting a little old. But like, there's they always have those one or two figures they put out, and they're so fucking hard to get. Yeah. And I want, I want to, I want a Mister Freeze, but I don't want to spend seventy dollars on it. I'm not seventy dollar Mister Freeze wants. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm we're thinking. we're not good at it being adults, but we're not terrible. That's the. Um, that's the price point. We're still, we still strive for a deal. I think probably that's also the biggest factor of it. If we can come away with a W as far as for getting a deal, that's the biggest mental gymnastic of like, well, I got it cheap. So you know what? I deserve this. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that's the weird thing as far as for the exclusive online sales, it's just no deal. Just, to, you know, this, this, the, the allure for this was, I mean, from what I have, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to have their prototype or concept versions of these guys, you know, or what was never was. So I don't yeah. feel too bad, and it's it's incredibly stupid. Uh, years ago at a convention, someone had the tank head of of the set, and uh, I bought it. These just the, the absurdity of it of a clearly a U.S. Army tank head on a barbarian guy, and they <laughs> thought so like, yeah. Funny. So I, I, in hindsight, I should have just bought all of the Masters of the Universe classics on the guy's table. I should have just like put my arm and just wipe them. Well, a couple hundred bucks, but um, I did. Now, like, I will buy the dumb tank man. So, so I did, and uh, looks like I'm getting him again in a different version. So, here's to being consistent. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask advice from you guys. Uh, the one, the one thing that is probably good for you guys and it hurts you though, it hurts, but it heals. You don't have a lot of comic book shops or collectible stores. What should I do? My local spot is sell, has a big old table full of $20 toys on there. Battle cat on there. He man. Mm -hmm. My query to you guys is $20 battle cat. Yes. No. It's always. Yes. (laughs) Al. Yes. No. I would probably pick it up for 20 bucks, yeah. Okay, cool. And then this is the Metal Gymnastics, a He-Man that I can use because they're very smart. The uh, Vicron 
you don't get three figures, you get one figure and three sets of accessories. Turns out all we ever wanted was accessories like Barbie and, and girls had. So get the $20 He-Man, but then put the Vicron accessories on him. So instead of buying three Vicrons for $35. That's pretty smart. That's that's pretty smart. <laughs> I'm going to have to hear this from Alba because you are an enabler. So... Is at a display shelf. So instead of one figure and then little just some hats and pants on the side, well, you all have, three. You have to have all three. Yeah. So if they're just using you know, the same body, wanna, you don't want to be laying that shit over, like. So you could, buy, well, but the problem is, if you buy two Vicrons, you get two sets of that armor, right? Yes. So what if you bought two He-Man for forty bucks? And that's what I'm and thinking. You, oh, that's not a bad idea. That's that's smart. We dare to be stupid here, folks. So we'll see. I slept like, on it. You'd be, I you'd be buying. The deal. So wait, 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 each figure was thirty-five bucks, right? So if you bought three Vicrons, mm-hmm. that'd be like, what is it? Thirty-five, thirty-five, seventy, and another thirty-five is like that's that's over a hundred bucks. That's yeah. a no. That's that makes no, no sense. That yeah, that, that, no that hurts sense. my soul when I see something that expensive. Yeah. So. Then you'd always have like extra armor, and you'd be like, "What am I going to do with this shit?" <laughs> exactly. I'm going to put it in a baggie and hope somebody. It's going to bother it. me, and then I'm going to go on eBay and buy him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. One cool dude, OCD. No, so I slept on the deal. So I will maybe swing by the comic book shop on the weekend, and we'll see. So maybe I'll get uh, get a He Man's. Also, too, as you guys mentioned, the it's 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 weird, and I understand why it's weird of buying something and doing pre-orders. This bad boy is going to come till the end of summer, either. So it's so oh, it's so wow. weird to, yeah. You foresee yourself doing that, Al, or for the most part, just wait for the store. The Vicron stuff. Or just in general, like, oh, you know, like, let's say there's that snake eye that you always wanted to, you know, you could do the pre-order. Does it have to be pretty special for you to pre-order it? I don't even bother with pre-orders at all. Like, I don't even, I don't pay attention to it. I don't, um, there hasn't really, I'm weird with toys, I guess. Like, I don't have to have anything, like, as soon as it's released or anything like that. Um, I, uh... It happens, just, it happens. I'm, yeah, I'm just not that guy. Like, I'll, I hate going to the secondary market, but I, there's deals to be found. And as I've kind of said before, that's kind of like part the best of the part. joy for me is finding those deals and, and kind of working out a deal with somebody. Um, but there's like, there's a couple of things that are coming out that I've got my eye on, but I don't, like, I'm not scared that if I don't get in on the pre order, I'm not going to end up with them because I'm like what? sure I will. Well, the Arctic bats, of course. Oh yeah. Um, but there's also a. I saw last night that there's a, a new Elite series, Mister Perfect, coming out. And the Ooh, sculpt, I saw that. The the sculpt, the face sculpt, is ridiculous. Like it's dead on. So I'm just like that. <laughs> I've seen some of the other ones, and they're not really that great. Like there's an Elite series out that's that's out now, and I'm just it's like meh. It doesn't. It just doesn't look as good as it could. But this one is like dead on. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting that. Very nice. cool. Welcome to the uh, elite country. What uh, what other wrestlers do you see yourself? If, if it's done well, that's the, that's the thing. They do put they, they put a lot of stuff out. 
I was pleasantly pleased by Vader, even though he doesn't have his crazy helmet. But for me, it was kind of the case of like, if I don't get this one, all the other other ones are like a hundred dollars, and I can't stand for that. So yeah, I'm not like I'm not gonna go deep into the elite series. It's just like I'll make an exception for perfect if I can get any it. exceptional wrestlers like Shawn Michaels. Any uh, or any heartbreakers? A, a Robert Rude. I haven't seen a Michaels that's really stood out to me. So it's like the versions of Michaels that I have in the classics line are the, are the ones I like, like the two dudes with attitudes and uh, the douchebag Michaels. Um, yeah. When they were like, very smart to go for specific he, eras and specific yeah, instances. The, the era when he was with sensational Sherry, you remember what yeah. a douchebag he was and stuff like those are the two that I like, the, and I like the DX version, but I'm not spending like $200 on the DX set. So. No, no. You'll find it someday at some weird flea market. Break it There's down. Some... I'm, still holding out, I'm still holding out hope they release the version with uh, the Texas Wrestling Alliance shirt and the hot pants. Exactly. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Hot cakes. I used to You'll beat be... your guys' asses in WrestleMania 2000 with that one. It used to yep. drive you nuts. Well, it was just too. It was just too powerful. It's just too potent. Too much raw sexual energy. Just too much so. Shawn Michaels legs. Too much, and I think he also wore a crop top as well, if I'm not mistaken. No, he so, wore yeah. the, the Texas Wrestling Alliance shirt. Oh, you're right. That wasn't a crop top. He was promoting though? his. He was promoting his federation. Yes, his uh, his, his carny federation. But uh, yes, that produced Brian Danielson of all people. So good I was for him. Say yeah. Yes, the American Dragon, whatever that is, but an excellent, an excellent masked wrestler. Um, it's so yeah, so I did, but it wasn't any more than retail for for Vicron, and uh, it's just waiting till the end of summer. Turbo was very bad, and he sent me a listings for sales. So good yeah. job, creep. You're welcome. You're going to do it to me probably this evening when you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're bored, I'm just putting bullets gonna... in the chamber. I'm just putting bullets yeah. in the chamber. Son, get ready. Yeah. Shots um, fired. Yeah, because I I usually try and keep, you know, the entertainment budget maybe like sixty dollars a month. So that's maybe you know movies. You maybe even buy like a Blu-ray or or takeout and stuff like that. So I'm at I'm at uh, halfway for the uh, the month's entertainment budget. But uh, you sent me a foul. I, I got really, really tempted. But uh, I, of course, corrected. And another friend tempted me. And he swung by a, a vintage collectible store that's going out of business. Oh, nice. So something from Al's past I actually cracked. And uh, the comrade was, was kind enough to pick up for me. I got a Roton or Rotor. What is it? Roton. Yeah. Roton. Yeah, Roton. What is it? Roton, Al? That's the, How would you describe? I would describe that as a, a black circle that you sit in with rotating red blades and a face on them. <laughs> Just like all transportation in Eternia. Bananas. <laughs> Everything had a face on it. Everything was alive. What can I say? Everything from the 80s is, is coke-fueled. <laughs> yes. Put a face on it just so someone might enamor with it. But yeah, so he's kind of enough. Uh, there was a bunch of LJNs. Bunch of uh, bendies and other another nonsense from the eighties and nineties, but uh, I kept it fairly reasonable. Eight bucks for Roton, so not too shabby. Maybe we'll stick a anti-attorney He-Man on there, or a frog probably, 
Frogmonger? No, no I haven't opened up it yet. Uh, a bag of muscle figures and and said, "Here, these are sixty bucks." <laughs> no. Anyone do that to you? Uh, only my closest friends. Only my closest friends who say, "Hey, I'm going. I'm getting a big lot. Do I go half?" Okay, cool. I did not know that would be over a hundred toys. So, yeah, <laughs> I did not do the math. I did not know they were that successful in, in obtaining that many muscles. So, <laughs> a victim of success, if you will. Uh, but I do have them in a nice glass skull case now, so we're doing pretty good. So. And every they're on the coffee table, and every now and then I'll I'll walk by and, and pick one up and be like, "This is absurd." So definitely recommend folks to be able to YouTube and look up Muscle, also known as Kanuku Man, for just the weirdest comedy wrestling soap opera that we never got exposed to as kids. So it doesn't make any sense. It's amazing. I'm so annoyed because I had <laughs> yes, I had at least a hundred of those, and like I didn't throw anything out from my childhood. I found the rest of my toys, and I cannot find those. I'm so frustrated. Hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. Well, they were and obviously, they, they yeah, they're and worth also, hundreds of dollars. But also just share priceless for memories. They're yeah, so charming. I'd be, I'd be keeping those for sure. I'd probably just throw you my doubles, but um, I, I wasn't bad. I don't really have the funds right now, but uh, I did take a stab at something because if the guy would have sold it. I would have had to take it. So there was a Merman Classics. Um, as we all know, I have the Filmation version, but I don't have the regular version. And he had it on there for 110 bucks, and I tried lowballing him, but he didn't go for it. So that's you know, you never know. You never know. It will happen because people are always upgrading. People are getting their stuff. So you know, it, it'll happen. It's there for you. At least you're keeping your net narrow and not too not too wide like uh, Turbo over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> just anything it moves, he's going after it like an animal. It's just I just I have I don't know. It just I just like I like a lot of things and I just can't yeah, keep it sure. narrow. I, I look at it as, as yeah, it'd be cool to have a lot more of one thing, but mm -hmm. to have a little of everything is kind of neat too. I'm not a completionist, so like it's not super like i i have things i want to get like i like i like i said i'm really getting heavy into that mdlx line because i like i like taking photos of that figure so i'm thinking like ah like do i get like do i get them like what do i get do i get all of it do i get the bumblebee do i get the cliff jumper or do i just get optimus megatron starscream and then uh hope for dinobots May or well, may, yeah, hope for a Dinobot, but like, do I get the Hot Rod? Because I, I don't mind Hot Rod. I think it'd be still a really cool figure to have on the shelf. But I'm, but like, would it be cooler to have all of that all on one shelf, though? You know, like mm -hmm. all of them together, like the Bumblebee, the fucking Cliff Jumper, Hot Rod, you know? You should just buy them. You should get the Hot Rod and put them with Optimus and then get Megatron and reenact the scene where Hot Rod got <laughs> Optimus Prime killed. Yeah, we could do that. That'd sure. be cool. That's a that's sure. a great scene. <laughs> I think the most charming uh, third party kit I saw was is an add on kit for for Hot Rod, and it's the fishing scene. So you give him a little fishing pole, and he comes with a little kid, and they give him a pond, and they <laughs> give him fish. So you can separately awesome. buy. So you can completely reenact that scene if you have a Hot Rod figure. They're like, yeah, we'll just make all the extra stuff, 
and then that way you know Hasbro or Mattel doesn't see us, and then you just plug in plug in the the, the fishing pole and catch Dude, the fish. Dude, that would be cool. You should <laughs> you should send me a link of that. I'll I'll, I'll will, definitely take a look at that. There, um, there are some, he's asking for it now. Al. He's asking to be tempted. There's some oh. badass uh, op- zombie Optimus Prime uh, mock-ups too from the Dark Awakening. I was looking at them. It's like, man, I am so tempted because that's my favorite episode of all time. And I'm not like I didn't want to get huge into Transformers, but no. uh, just to have that one figure would be like every time you look at it, you know exactly what it's from. And I totally forgot. There's the Nemesis Prime too, Optimus Prime in all jet black, same goddamn figure but man is it cool black anyway oh and they made and they just uh, announced there's going to be an <laughs> ultra magnus which is just another optimus prime just in white and that blue but man it looks sick don't get chocolatey hands on them yeah don't yeah Not don't your get your jammy hands on them nope, <laughs> disgusting jammy hands luckily my <laughs> kids aren't jammy handy anymore so no, they're more into <laughs> preserves that's it uh, yeah, no, but it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. So I did eight dollars, and then the the thirty five. So I think I'm good for the rest of the month. We'll see. Actually, no. If if you guys are right, I've got to go to that comic book shop. I've got to support started. a local business. You're not good for the month. The month just started. <laughs> we're not. Even, we're barely even into the first week of the month. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, dark days, folks. But I will write down what I buy just in case. Yeah. Terrible. We- terrible. We'll probably be chat later. <laughs> like, <laughs> I may be, I, I may be hitting you up for some, <laughs> for some more things to look at. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. But uh, it is funny too. It's just it is all, not always, but mostly things from our childhood. Has there anything been? Well, most of the DC stuff for you has been. You've been reading comics recently, so these are these are at least current things as opposed to us, you know, stuck twenty years ago or thirty years ago. Yeah, it's kind of nice because like it's it's current for me, and I'm trying to get into more of the current figures as opposed to like retros. Uh, I'm I'm just like I'm I'm not getting into it. I can't I can't afford it, so I'm staying away from it. Um, so I'm just I'm getting into the I'm dabbling in the newer figures. So you know that's why I went with the new Transformers line, the new He-Man line, the new DC line. I'm glad I'm not into Marvel uh, Legends because that would be a very slippery slope for me, but I don't enjoy some of the sculpts. Like they're, they're very hit or miss. So I'm like, eh, I'm not, uh, I'll stay away from it. And I'm not super into Marvel. I mean, if I could get a, I mean, let, let me, let me rephrase it. If I could find some cheap, loose Marvel legends of figures I wanted, like, you know, 10, 15 bucks. Yeah. I'd probably pick them up. Like, you know, if I could get a, a Wolverine, a rogue, a gambit, a storm. What's the other? Who? A beast. Who else is it? If you could get the Psylocke, like if I could get those for like fifteen bucks a pop, you know, at, at different intervals. Yeah, I probably it'd be cool to have like an uncanny X Men on my shelf of just like these are the X Men because I was X Men was kind of my, my thing in, for Marvel. I was always really into X Men. Um, no shortage was, of new games either. So yeah, yeah, and then. And then just to have, you know, that that type of shelf would be cool. But that's why I was thinking, like, if I could get the uh, the shelf for uh, these MDLX figures, where it'd be, it'd be a cool, like, complete shelf, cohesive. And you know, if they <laughs> it do, it'd be get, done. The void would be it, filled. The, the, I know because then if they do do if they do do, haha, 
the the Dinobots. You know, it's uh, you know, uh, it's just something that you can grow upon. So it's kind of neat, but like, I don't want to get into something where I want to be complete with it. So that's why I'm like, do I just stay away from Cliff Jumper and Bumblebee, and then I won't feel so bad for, you know, I just collect the ones I really like, as yeah. opposed to trying to complete that set. Yeah, I don't know. I got some mental gymnastics I'm going through right now where I'm. <laughs> the worst is is like I'm going to have a whole week off next week, and I'm like. You know what? It's uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bad uh time because I'm home, no supervision from the wife. She's gone. The only one here who's really like is is the daughter, and you know she's not gonna supervise me. You know, spending yeah. looking looking at toys. How many pounds of ground beef do you think you're gonna put away, you uh, you monster? Uh, none actually. I got uh, none. No, I've been yeah. doing. I've been doing eating a little leaner, like a lot more chicken. Uh, some fish, that sort of not thing. Having not having a family pack single serving. No, nothing like that. <laughs> Taking it easy, uh, trying to keep it light. You know, I'm yeah. I'm pushing pushing forty five. You know, I gotta gotta be a little smarter. In it to win it. Yeah, yeah. doing a lot more walking, uh, doing that sort of thing. You know, Toy trying to stay around so I can enjoy more toys. Want to stay yeah. around and enjoy more and toys. comic books and movies. Oh well, uh, speaking of movies, yeah. Let's segue. Um, sure. So it's it's summertime. It's blockbuster movie time. Um, we I did up a little document. I don't know if uh, Al- Algorithm got to check it out, but did you get to check it out, uh, Swamp Ninja? I did. We were kind of looking at uh, some of the bigger blockbusters from the 80s and 90s, our formative years, and yeah. uh, you jumped in there for some of your, your the main picks. And some of them, it's funny what were some of the our, our most popular ones were, in fact bombs theatrically but have yeah. aged like a fine wine labyrinth being one of them oh yeah yeah and also uh box office failure so thank goodness it came around and probably for you like just for labyrinth was it uh renting the vhs or just it being on tv every couple times a year um, it's the reason why it kind of has a special place with me is because at the time that I saw it, I was living in Truro, Nova Scotia. And, uh, that was by far my favorite place that I lived as a kid. Like I should preface that by saying we moved literally every two years. My father was, uh, with the bank. So, you know, it was about two years for every place that we lived. And that movie was one of the last movies that i remember watching with my really close friends in true there was a group of three of us um it's kind of the og triple threat sorry guys uh we would watch a lot of wrestling and we would get together on saturdays and watch movies saturday nights and uh we'd take turns at each other's houses our our mothers would kind of play host and uh, we'd rent a movie and we'd watch it, and that was one of the. It came out at that time that uh, just before I moved away, and that's the memory that I have with it. And then I can remember when we moved to the new place. Um, we had the the pay channel free for well, it ended up being the entire time that we lived there. It was supposed to only be like a month, but uh, they screwed up, and we had it free for the entire two years that we lived at at the next place. And uh, that movie was on like almost immediately after I moved away. And I, I remember taping it and it kind of gave me that, like, I know this sounds cliche and kind of corny, but 
it kind of gave me that comfort, like being in a new place. But this was something that I attributed to a, like a good memory. So yeah, it always kind of had that place for me. Nice. So that's so the story of it's not the magic or David Bowie's crotch or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's the, the goblins. What's that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. The goblins, <laughs> the weird little guys. Uh, no, David for sure. Bowie's but yeah, the, the power of renting, renting a tape. So, yep. So you didn't see it in the theater. Mm-mm. No, I wasn't uh, like a, I wasn't like a ravenous, like, Oh, this movie's coming out and I gotta see it. It was like, well, this I mean, we all grew up in small towns where it's you kind of like, well, it's going to the movies, especially in the summertime, was like, yeah, it's, you know, Friday, Saturday night, we're going to go see a movie. Didn't really matter what it was. It was kind of like, this is the exactly. kind of thing that you do. Back then, it did, like when we were like 9, 10, it was, as long as it was like rated like G or PG, well, PG, I guess, by that time. Oh, that was not um, a requisite for my childhood. Oh, no. We were going to, <laughs> a lot well, of mistakes were made. It was if you're going to the movie theater, but um, nope. yeah, like renting videos. But like, all your parents had to do was take you, and you got in that back then. Yeah, but we, I mean, we all watched like you know Police Academy and and uh, Summer School and all those movies. But I'm just saying, like when you know when a parent is responsible for two other kids in addition to their own, they're not going to go out and rent Porky's. You know what I mean? Like you know they're gonna you're not going in to see. Uh, you know, school spirit. <laughs> so there was just that there was some prerequisites. I mean, there was a few different movies that we rented uh, in those, those times. Uh, Back to the future was another one. Um, the Goonies explorers, um, you know, there was a monster squad. There was a ton of them. For but, summer blockbusters, any ones that you, you find folks, I think it was probably easier when the when we became teenagers and we got to go see movies on our own. Uh, what ninety stuff or what, what what summer blockbusters do you remember actually going to see in the theater? Terminator Two was a big one for me. Same oh, yeah. here. T yeah, T Two yeah, was that. big for me too. Yeah. Ter Terminator yeah. Two was big for a lot of reasons. I hadn't even seen the first one at this time. Uh, it came out in ninety two, if I'm not mistaken, the summer of ninety two. Um, I was over i was visiting like for vacation we always came here like home um and i remember like i was going with my cousin and a bunch of his friends and he's a little older than me he's like he's like three or four years older than me and when you're like 11 12 years old and you're hanging out with a bunch of like 16 year olds it's really cool they <laughs> going to see Terminator 2 and it was like I'll never forget it it was it was awesome like it was a, it was an awesome night for for that one night I got to hang out with like cool kids and see a really like badass movie and yeah. have Sarah Connor melt in a nuclear explosion <laughs> exactly yeah that like right. the, the memories that are associated with that movie it's it's kind of another one like I was psyched to see it because I thought it was a really cool concept and of course i watched all the trailers and everything and um you know i was psyched to see it and uh i remember i was like one of the only ones that saw it amongst friends and i remember you know that's talking about rights. it and stuff what's that that's bragging right it's always great when a kid will exactly. say he saw a movie and then just make up the storyline <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that well, one what? friend who never actually saw the film yeah 
What movies did you guys say? Well, I saw Terminator, or I saw, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Use. That's cool. I saw Terminator 2, bitch. Like, <laughs> that's kind of what I was exposed like. to massive amounts of violence. Exactly. I <laughs> know uh, for sure. Now, are you sneaking in snacks or are you buying snacks? What's the game plan here? When I was a kid, it wasn't a big deal because my parents just forked over the money. But nowadays, oh. yeah, you're going to Bulk Burn. You're, you're taking in a, a bag of a couple of bags of goodies and a and a pop for sure. I'm not paying twenty dollars for a for a thing of popcorn and a pop. Get out of here. Actually, I got a, I got a question for Al. I forgot to mention it. Uh, your young fella had a birthday recently. He get any cool figures? Um, he did. It was <laughs> it was a bit of a cluster because it was a figure that I asked uh, Swamp Ninja to be on the lookout for. Um, and then I managed to track one down, and uh, the Swamp Good. Ninja never told me that he found it, so I'd, I had no idea. And I messaged him, and I said, you know, if, if you like, don't worry about that figure. I I tracked one down, and he had already gotten one. It was the Jonathan Crane or the uh, Killian Murphy Scarecrow from the Batman Masterverse line. Oh, uh, he doesn't he doesn't need it anymore. Well, I think Swamp, do you still you still have an after one, don't you? You still have one. Yeah, you didn't you? tell me you found it. You said you were still on the hunt. No, I messaged you and said I got one. Don't worry about it. And then no. you told me, "Oops, I found one." And I'm like, "Oh, you didn't tell me." <laughs> well, also too, the the, the 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 instant you told me that I was looking for this, I just went and bought one instead of trying to hunt around like an animal. So no, that's fine. I can let the fine folks know at Big Bad Toy Store that I will be getting store credit. Or I can, just, I, can, I, I can just uh, I can just take it. I'll take it if you want All to send right. it down with some of my other stuff. I'll send you the like cash. A I, boy. Yeah, I, I, it's another scarecrow, so I can put it on a, a, another shelf with evil. So yeah, I'm I'm cool. Yeah, Spooky I'll, boys. I'll send you some. Cash it is well that. done. What does uh, little man think of it? Oh, he loves it. I was gonna mention that um, that I was gonna. It's fine. Like like uh, I don't want to get into those figures, so. Um, but if if uh, if you were going to be stuck with it, I would have taken it for me. But that's all cool, good. I've seen it here too. I may have to order it directly from there. Maybe we can give it a couple more weeks. Thanks. Uh, that was April twelfth. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh-oh. Got some bats. By the time it's called bats, receipts, cool. baby. I'm checking. Yeah. Got receipts. Uh, <laughs> I made some more purchases. Someone needs to stop this. No. Uh, I have. Oh no, that was for. Let's take a look at <laughs> Oh, good, yeah. No, it's good. I think it what hit you the What do you got source. there, Donald Trump? You got receipts? I was just checking. Anyway, you got rid of it. I was going to take it for me if you wouldn't have been able to get rid of this. No, no. I'll be well, you can have it. it if you wanted. I'm just saying I was just trying to help out. No, no. You will get the uh, the weird neon scarecrow. Okay. That one's pretty One heavy. of us will take it. Just send no, it in no, a no. package oh. and we'll figure yeah. it out. One we'll of us will transfer it for us. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll have a maybe we'll have a death match or something for us. That's it. A, spook, oh. a spooktacular. Spooktacular. Well, we should probably just play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat ten or eleven? The new nine. one. No, nine. Beat your ass nine. At 10. Mortal Kombat four. 
I don't know, man. I, I went back. I went back and started playing ten again. I, I and I like went through the tutorial a few times. I'm like, man, I should have played the tutorial because <laughs> there's so much in that game I didn't know about. Didn't let's know a thing NHL, about. Let's play NHL '94 for it. Sure, I'll do all the same tricks you know because the game <laughs> sucked. All those cheap goals, man. Fuck that. We'll bust out some summer blockbuster here. So you find folks can sign that sound off if you actually saw it in the theater or if you rented it. Sure. Uh, Dick Tracy saw it in the theater. Did not uh, get the hype. Got that, it on video cassette and hated it. That that was a rental, but I remember like, do you remember McDonald's doing McDonald's? We should mention this because they jumped in on the summer blockbusters a lot, and they're. Especially like PGG movies, like their Happy Meals were all centered around it. They always had like the glasses or the whatever merchandise with that crap on it. And that's what I remember about Dick Tracy the most. McDonald's pushed that to the moon. And I agree with uh, with Turbo. The movie was actually a lot of sizzle and no steak. the, The makeup was horrible. The, the plot sucked. Madonna was stupid. It was just I don't even remember cluster, the plot. But it was it, just a clusterfuck so, of a film. There was so much star power. Like Al Pacino was in it. Um, who who else was? Well, obviously Warren Beatty and Madonna. But like was the guy that was playing the bad guys. There was Al Pacino. I can't remember. Was De Niro in it? Like no, it wasn't De Niro. There was a few of them. Yeah, I think what is a William Forsythe, an ugly man who's actually they made him more ugly with the makeup. William Forsythe, he played Al Capone in the Untouchables series. Yeah, not an attractive man. Uh, <laughs> Someone snacking there. Uh, Sorry, guys. I'm I, I'm, I'm elevated and I needed to up on carrots. Like, no, no. Just eating a Rice Krispie Square. S'mores, oh. pop tarts. No, Rice Krispie Square. There you go. All right, Excellent. continue with the continue with the summer blockbuster. Run. I'm just getting rattled by the, the ASMR of this animal eating. Uh, Total Recall was a rental for me. I was uh, it was I was too young or too violent for me, so I did not see that in the theater. But the VHS melted my face. How about you guys? I saw that. Saw that on TV. Oh Didn't wow! See that for a while. Was that one censored with the no three breasts? Uh the first time I saw it, no, I saw the whole. The whole, like, I saw it unsent. Oh, movie channel guy. I saw it on the movie channel. I was at my grandmother's. She went to bed. I I snuck up, went and watched the film, um, and and got to 1990, you know, know, grandma's in bed, uh, (laughs) sneak downstairs and watch uh, the pay TV channel and hope you get to see boobs. And I got to see three. There you go. Three TV, everybody. Three TV. Three uh, TV, yeah. Die Hard 2, that was a uh, movie channel one for me. In a same hotel, here. 1990. Yeah, same here. I have a confession. Uh, Die Hards. Wasn't into the Die Hards when they first came out. Um, didn't see them until the mid-90s. I rented the first one finally because everyone's like, you got to watch Die Hard. So I watched Die Hard, and then I went on like a Die Hard binge, and I watched, I think the fourth one was just coming out around that time, and I watched all four oh, wow. within like the, the run of a night. Yeah, that is too much. Which one stood out the most for you? 
Uh, the first one, of course. This is one for people's first time with a girlfriend. Uh, Ghost. Nope. That was a TV uh, for me. Yeah. And uh, Point Break TV was TV for me. Pay TV, yeah. Pay TV channel, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Never saw City Slickers, but I did see City Slickers 2 on VHS as a kid. So, uh, One that I definitely saw in the theater as a kid, Robin Hood, Men and Thieves. Oh, I remember that film. I had to go see it. I was, I think I was dating. I went on a date with someone. <laughs> there we go. Pretty sure that came out the same time. The same summer Terminator 2 came out, didn't it? Uh, exact same. Yeah, both 1991. Yep. Yeah, they were both in the theater at the same time. Uh, yeah. I remember going when we went to Terminator 2. That was also showing. Mm-hmm. What a summer. What a summer. Well, I know which one I like more. <laughs> yes. Of course. And there was action figures for both. They repurposed uh, the Ewok village of Endor for the Robin Hood village, and they repurposed DC superheroes for the Robin Hood figures. Those sneaky, sneaky son of guns. Uh, Batman Returns was a theater visit for me in the, the summer of 1992. So I saw the first Batman here. and Batman 2, and he co- totally kills a clown. He throws a bomb down his pants and pushes him off a ledge. Yes, he does. Batman kills. Batman kills. Uh, Jurassic Park. Did I see Jurassic Park by myself, or did I drag you, Turbo? I can't remember. Uh, well, you drug me. You oh, okay. Me. I yep. do see movies by myself a lot, but I did react to some of the jump scares, regrettably, if I remember correctly. Hold I on, have no. a problem with jump scares. Batman 89, I believe, was a summer movie, too. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, Batman 89 was a summer film. Yep, I saw it at the drive-in. Ooh, nice. I saw it in the theater myself. What was the um, what what did you prefer as a kid, seeing them in the theater or the drive-in? Depends. Um, The drive-in was like I hate the drive-in now. It's funny because it's just annoying, and I just you'd think I'd love it because of the nostalgia that's tied to it. But uh, what are the things holding it back? I miss stuff. I miss things when I watch stuff at the drive-in, but uh, back then, like a carload of kids just allowed to do whatever the hell they want and watch a movie, uh, definitely the drive-in. Nice. I liked watching things at home. Like I, like, I never really got to go to the theater a lot as a kid, but like in my teens, like when I was you know working uh, a summer job and had yeah. money, yeah, I got to go see films with like Swamp Ninja and, and you know, took a girl on a date and that type of thing. But like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I watched a lot at home. My, my parents, uh, finally at one point in time, they, uh, bit the bullet and got us pay TV. And then they started like taping, recording it off pay TV. And then they would, uh, you know, let their friends, you know, we were like a video store in my house because my mom would just record all these movies because they go off air and then we could watch them whenever we wanted. Like, Sometimes, like, there's a show on that I want to, like, there was, I remember distinctly, on the pay TV channel, there was Roddy Piper and Tama Tong, and they were in the movie Body Slam, and that was on, and I wanted to watch it because I loved Roddy Piper, and I'm like, yeah, I want to see this film, and my mom wouldn't let me stay up, so she told me she'd tape it, and then the next morning I woke up, she goes, you can watch your movie now, and it was fucking fantastic, like, I love those memories. But yeah, I, I remember watching like Batman when it was on the pay TV channel. So it was like a, I think it was like a year after it came out. 
that's still pretty darn good. And you owned it, essentially, yeah. You weren't even renting it or yeah. like paying $60 for a VHS tape. Yeah, exactly. Utter remember that when that was $60 for a tape? If not more. I remember when we got the second VCR and then I was able to, when I rented a tape, I was able to copy it. Game changer. Piracy for sure. Yep. Piracy yeah. for sure. Yeah. Dubbing television, dubbing tapes was great. Yep, I remember the first ter- uh, Terminator Two and uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future Two was actually the first movie that I did that with, but I had a ton of them. Yeah, and you had to trick you had to trick the uh, VCR that uh, to to uh, record. It was great that little trick where you had to put the little uh, piece of paper in the the little notch at the top so it would allow you to <laughs> allow you to send it to another. Uh, VCR was kind of interesting. I remember those little hacks. It's funny as hell. Yeah. Or the tape on the tape. Yeah, the tape. little tape on the yeah, tape. Yeah, put the tape over the little. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? And then a blatant warning by the FBI every time you loaded up the tape. <laughs> See, I I actually taped the warning onto the. Onto <laughs> I think we all did. I think we copies all did. just just to prove a point. There we go. Yeah. Badass. Badass. And then I uh, went and ripped the tags off of mattresses. That's it. Any mattress. No mattress safe. No pillows. Uh, <laughs> the Fugitive. That had a some old Harrison Ford action. I think we were too young for most of the Indiana Jones, but uh, I enjoyed The Fugitive in the theater. Um, saw that in the theater with the old man. There you go. See? That's it. It's usually a mix between obviously action or comedies. Um, the mask in the theater for me as well. Yeah. The, uh, what a letdown. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mask was that a movie channel action for you, Turbo? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, didn't see that yeah. in theaters. So. No. No. And then we have lots of Michael Crichton. You know, from the uh, the firms. We've got your clear and present dangers. Uh, we got into the, the the fun disaster pieces of Tornado. Twister. And, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tornado, the lesser known Tornado movie. Twister, Independence Day in the theater for sure. Will Smith, Summer Blockbuster King. Uh, Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Remember that? <laughs> I was going to say it's it's still funny to remember. You think that was just cognitive dissonance of people really liking it and then thinking they're going to go see it again and be like it's not that great yeah i don't know I think I, well it was one of the one of the first uh, star wars films that wasn't as huge as its predecessors like it, it kind of i don't want to say flopped by any means because it didn't it was successful it just wasn't as successful as they previous uh, other films and it's 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 interesting to know that, you know, like they wanted to, they wanted to start at the beginning, which was, that's fine. Like, like I, I totally get prequels. It's fine. I, I can, I can embrace it, but it's like, why, why, why Jar Jar Banks? Why was that a thing? Like, I really don't understand it. Like I have all, out of all the characters that you could have put into that role, like from, from canon, like you could have picked any other type of species of character and put it there, maybe made him a little maybe cooler, or but it was just the the the, the voice 
was grated on your brain. The accent for no real reason. Stereotypical accent. Yeah, it was just (laughs) Misa Church. Like, what the? I felt like I was like, I I really hated the film just because of some of the character uh, choices they made. But all in all, like I, I liked the story it was trying to tell. It just they made it so, like so force like religion oriented. It was just kind of like, oh, he's a virgin's in the force and blah blah blah. It's like so he's Jesus. He's so he's Jesus. Jesus. He's space he's a, Jesus. He's the Jesus. problem is like we. This could be an episode all on its own. But um, all I'll say about it is, is I remember the hype. I remember it being over the top. Um, I, I've saw, I've seen with the exception of the original trilogy, because I was just simply too young for the first one and wasn't really into star Wars, uh, when empire strikes back came out. Um, I, I've seen everyone in the theater since, and I remember the hype around that one. And I remember being somewhat disappointed the big problem is, is I, I really wish they never would have done the sequels. And we've, I'm pretty sure we've done a podcast on this before, Turbo. Um, it was never going to live up to what, I, I know you guys are not like huge into Star Wars like I am. But for, for hardcore Star Wars fans, it was never going to live up to their imagination and the story that they built in their own heads when they first saw this guy clad in this like black basically iron lung like it was never going to live up to like what went through their heads and where did this guy come from and and how did how did he end up in the suit it was never going to live up to that yeah i I can understand that like people people made their own choices on how he got in the suit that's like the the stories that i like i remember like geeking out and talking to other people about it and some of the things that i heard and i've read a lot of fan theories like before the the before um the the third one there um revenge of the sith before they actually showed you how he got hurt and ended up in the suit and all like i read so many fan fiction and fan theories and stuff and there's at least like 30 or 40 of them that i read and like a large amount that were actually better than what they depicted on the screen was there anything like a barbecuing accident? Which stood out to you? Which 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 one individually stood out to you? Like resonated with you most? What what like amongst the fan theories and that? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's one that Boba Fett rescued him, and I thought that was a really cool concept. Um, because it, like if you like again, we're going way into Star Wars here, and I realize you guys aren't super fans. But, no, bring uh, it on. Like one of the things about the original trilogy was that Boba Fett seemed to be able to talk to Darth Vader a certain way and get away with assassin. Exactly, he's no good to me dead. Like he would just like he'd back talk him. He Vader seemed to kind of respect him, and uh, the the theory like this person that wrote this particular theory said, you know, the reason is is because he actually uh, rescued Darth Vader before he died. Like when he was, you know, when he was Anakin, and I thought that was a really cool concept. No, it adds some, and it adds some allure to the mystery of uh, both that. So that's totally decent. Exactly, and I just there's a lot more to it, obviously, but that was kind of the the part that really like that I always remembered. 
Um, I think it had something to do with that. Like, he was on a volcanic planet, which, I mean, that's what was depicted in the movie. Um, and it, you know, it had something to do with the Jedi, but it wasn't just a, like a duel with, um, with, with, uh, Obi-Wan Obi-Wan. Kenobi. uh, the emperor kind of had more to do with Vader losing that battle than what they showed in the movie. Because sure. obviously like the emperor wanted him to be like clawed back a bit because Anakin, like Anakin on his own would, would destroy the emperor. So the emperor kind of had to, to claw him back a little bit. And uh, that was kind of one of the ways. And, nice. Yeah. So it was like, I thought that was kind of cool. Like behind the scenes, he was kind of, guiding certain actions by Anakin and he'd like make him lose his guard or he'd make him make a bad decision and you know Obi-Wan Obi-Wan didn't want to kill him but he got him into a situation where you know Anakin fell into a like a like a volcano and (laughs) the lava was what was burned off like burned off his his limbs and stuff and just just before he was about to fall in um, I can't remember how he incorporated Boba Fett, but he came along and, and saw him and he's like, Shit! And he <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't out of the kindness of his heart. It was that he, he, he recognized that it was Anakin. He's like, I'm going to get big money for this. <laughs> Excuse me, boys. That just yes. snuck right up on me. It did. So it did. The, I like that concept a lot more. Sure. No, and I, and it's so tough to, the mystery of it all. We, I find things now that are remakes or, or prequels, they go too in depth to try and explain every nuance. You know, people, imaginations are good. Um, what do you guys prefer? The action, the sci-fis in the summer, the comedies, or the spooky stuff? Because we also had two seminal blockbusters in the summer, The Blair Witch Project and The Sixth Sense. Do you prefer your spooky stuff to be in October? I do, but I mean, turbo go, yeah. I, I I do. I, I I like to keep the spooky stuff to October, but we uh, we you and me we decided to go see Six Sense together. Hell in yeah! The theater and <laughs> as, that movie is scarier than shit. Oh my god! So <laughs> my god, like as we know in 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 our circle of friends. Swamp Ninja watches the weirdest stuff and the scarier stuff. He was the one who introduced us to a lot of uh, independent horror film and whatnot. So I thought when going into this film, you know, he was going to be like, you know, a hardened, you know, horror fan, not jumping at every fucking thing that happened on the screen. I've never been more alive. With the sixth sense. Yeah, with the sixth sense. It was just any time. You go ahead. Tell him why you get jump scared so easily. I just, I am like a cat-like state of readiness all the time growing up with uh, random random strikes of violence so yeah I, i'm always i'm always ready always ready much like enzo although m- much more successful but uh <laughs> what seemed to be the the biggest uh my biggest weakness for the sixth sense obviously i hate children so, so ghost the, children is not good so ghost children was 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 the thing but i don't understand it like some of the ghost scares like didn't budge he was like oh i knew that was coming oh i didn't hear <laughs> I just scared no ghost. But but there's this scene in the sixth sense, as we all know, it's the what it's the last scene where the the uh, the kid sees the final ghost that he's trying to, I, I guess, help, 
and it's the the scene on the highway where you see an accident and you know that he sees the ghost but they don't show the ghost right away a fucking road flare goes off and this man jumped so much out of his skin it made me jump and i was <laughs> a like pack theater a theater yeah, pack in a pack, pack theater and he we're the only two that fucking made a noise <laughs> In the whole theater. Road and I look at him, I'm like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you made us. We were, I'm, I'm the one who pissed so, my pants, okay? You feel so, bad. So embarrassed. Because the theater Everything was dead Everything just smelled quiet. like asparagus after. <laughs> and it was just. Too, you, guys would be, you guys would be horrified that you. Oh, my, my God. That's fine. It's good. Yeah. The Swamp Ninja, I don't know if the Swamp Ninja remembers this, but um, for. Uh, for the Blair Witch Project, he and I and uh, some friends and some friends went, and um, one of the one of the no road players, one of the girls <laughs> that went with us, she wouldn't watch the movie whenever it turned night. Do you remember that? <laughs> a movie, a film, mostly taking place in the evening. Yes. <laughs> whenever she's like, I can watch it during the day, and then but when it became night, she'd either like go to the washroom, she'd cover her eyes. Whatever. I just, I always laughed at that. Also, too, the movie's in black and white. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to tell what's daytime in some well, aspects. It, it is and it isn't. Like, I mean, when they're in the it tent. Is and like, isn't. It was the first night they were in the tent that she's like, no, nope, I'm done with this. <laughs> nope. She should, got, she should, remember, she should have only paid half price. Who was that? Uh, I don't know. Um, Lost the time. <laughs> There's a lot of girls so, back then. The original question was, though, is that I do prefer those movies around, like, spooky time. Like, later. Yeah. Get the vibe going. Summer movies are hits. for, summer movies are for, like you said, like, action or sci-fi. Those are my favorite ones in the in the summer. How many times have you guys go get dragged out to see Armageddon? Okay, yeah, I had a girlfriend then. Was, yeah. <laughs> she, she loved the end of the world. It's weird. Oh yeah, it was kind of it was a little strange. But yeah, I think we went and saw that. She the kept theater. telling you not to close yes. your eyes and watch her sleep. <laughs> I had a weird. I went through a weird phase. I went and saw Armageddon because of like what I thought. End of, of the world. Apocalypse. Yeah. I went through a phase with movies like that. I still kind of have a weird fixation on them. Like I've seen them all. Like. The day after tomorrow, um, a horrible film. Horrible uh, volcano. Oh, I that's awesome! Volcano is the shit. I remember being speak. really excited for some like Tommy Lee Jones in an end of the world movie. Hell yeah! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> him, sl- him slowly walking away from lava. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. action superstar. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's just, that's what I'm saying. versus like, a volcano again. And yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of all the other ones, but there, Twister. there's like a ton of them. Well, not no, I don't think Twister was. Well, I mean, it was a Category Five. Uh, yeah, because in Florida, it's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a nightmare. It was kind of like disaster, like it was like Armageddon, like end of the world, and disaster films. Like, because you know, volcano, re- volcano is like <laughs> it's not the end of the whole world. It's just I guess not. L.A. Your town sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I just. <laughs> I just with Armageddon, it just I didn't get quite what I thought I was getting when I went and saw it because I'm thinking like Bruce think. Willis in a in a like an action apocalyptic movie like this is gonna kick ass and it's like no nah, it's just a convoluted friggin' love story it's basically you've got mail with a friggin' 
asteroid. Like, frig off. <laughs> more chaos. More chaos. Less romance. The commentary is excellent, though, because... Uh, what's his face? Lover boy, not Matt Damon. Uh, Batfleck. Batfleck is drunker and shit on that commentary, so I do recommend it. And, <laughs> and he and he spills the tea. He's like, I have oh. no idea, what, you know, what Michael nice. Bay or whatever was doing back then. So, yeah, <laughs> terrible. Here's some. Uh, I'm gonna try and find some '80s bombs that we actually disliked. One of them, Big Trouble Little China, as well as obviously Labyrinth. The poor Big Trouble Little China had all the makings of of a uh, of perfection. Um, what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did, what is it you didn't see? Are we still talking about Trouble Little China? I know. Big Trouble Little China. Big Trouble China. Oh, Big Trouble Little China! I saw on pay TV. That classic film box office was was like. That movie's awesome, and like I said in my little note here that I had on the thing, it's like I'm pretty sure that's where MK Shang Tsung came from. You're absolutely right, sir. So yes, the the three storms, so oh, good. Al that movie was so good. awesome. You like the Kurt Russell? Yeah, I just it's one of those movies that I just never saw. You never saw Escape know. from L.A. No, never saw any of those like snake. Or is movies. it Escape? Is it Escape from L.A. and then Escape from New York? Or do I got it in yeah. the wrong order? Yeah, it's the the, the movies with snake. Yeah, I've never. Ladies seen and gentlemen, you may have heard a giant drag of marijuana. So quality control is in the mix here. Uh, yes, it was Escape from New York and then Escape from L.A. And then there's going to be a sequel, but I'm not sure if Kurt Russell is going to be in it. I'd like to see Escape to New York, but we'll see. <laughs> Escape, Escape to New Hollywood. York. Yeah, yeah, excellent. But yeah, Big Trouble in China, The Rock has been tied up in it. He apparently has the right, so he's been sitting on it. So Really? Yes. Dwayne. Since his uh, Black Adam debauchery, uh, I'm not sure what he's doing next. He'll probably do whatever pays him the most. Robocop was a good film, too. Yeah, no, Robocop, Under the Waters. That yeah, was. it came out in like uh, July of like 95, 96. Robocop? Robocop's like 86. Yep, I'm getting it right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Robert it's July. Cop. Yeah, robots, Robocop. a robotic cop. A robotic Terminator? cop. Terminator? Robocop was, was mid-80s. Sure. Oh, yeah, 80s, that's right. 90s. Um, 80s blockbusters. We have, obviously, Robocop, Caddyshack for some comedy action. And I think the earliest 80s movie I saw maybe was E.T., and I saw that in the drive-in, and I was not prepared for that. I was far too young at 1982. I was not cool with disease, dead alien, E.T. I saw that in the theater, and I remember tons of kids crying and (laughs) leaving. And I I was there with my dad, and he asked me if I was okay, and I said, yeah. And we, I watched the whole thing. There we go. Good. I just thought it was a weird film. I didn't really understand it, I don't think, back then. I didn't know what was going on. I'm just like, oh, an alien. Like, I I didn't do films back then. The greatest ever. If we found an alien when we were kids, we would beat it to death with hammers. Probably. Uh, You want to see a dead alien? (laughs) (laughs) This kid's ugly. Robocop 1987. So that was definitely a a VHS rental. But it was also renting the VCR. Folks, you want to sound old, you would have to go to the convenience store uh jay's corner and see if the vcr was in free to rent and you'd obtain one or two movies for the weekend and watch those movies all weekend because i also watched coming to america eight times in a weekend nice. i uh i was having a chat with the old man the other day and um he, we were actually talking about like when we saw 
certain movies. And he, like when VCRs were, like when not everybody had a VCR, this is what it reminded me of, you talking about renting a VCR. Um, he was in the Kinsman Club at the time. And they had a VCR. And they would lend it out to like members. So you'd like a member could take it home for the night or a weekend or whatever. And he took it one weekend and he, <laughs> he was telling me, he's like, I took that home after work Friday, like afternoon at like five o'clock. And he's like, I didn't stop watching movies until Sunday <laughs> night at 12 when I went to bed. And he's, he's like asking me, he's like, do you remember that? And I'm like, yeah, I remember certain movies like back to the future was one of the movies that, that we watched. That was one of the tapes. Um, there was a couple of like classic WWF Coliseum home videos that we rented. He rented like at least like 15 movies that weekend. It was crazy. He did a video drone himself or he turned himself into like a winter soldier. Like, watching I movie. only had that VCR for the weekend and I wasn't probably going to see it again for another month or two. So we friggin' like, he's like, I just he went ahead and just grabbed an arm full of movies. <laughs> and a cup box of diapers. Also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun so fact, Kinsman was founded in Hamilton, Ontario, February 20th, 1920. That's great. Fun in Canada, fact. dynamic volunteer organization for enriching our communities through service while embracing national pride, positive values, personal development, and lasting friendships. And we've got a VCR. <laughs> the old top. Uh, didn't go to the, the adult section and just like uh, goon himself for two days. So watch <laughs> we, that's when we. Uh, then eventually he got his own VCR, and he'd still borrow the one from there. And that's when we started our yeah, piracy. Yeah. Um, I feel like Young Gun Young Guns was a big part of your childhood as well, Al. Young Guns was uh, a pay TV movie. Um, that was summer blockbuster. That was, I saw it on pay TV. That was one of the first movies along with Labyrinth that I saw when we moved that, uh, that time. And, uh, yeah. I All just, cuties. I absolutely... the cutest. Who's the cutest in like Young Guns? <laughs> I don't know. What are you, nuts? Well, I understand there's a lot of cuties, but yeah. Ah, I'm going Keeper with, uh, Okay. Um, what do we got here? Who do we got? Lita and Phillips is pretty cute. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Dermot Mulroney he's got smoky eyes he's got the smoky eyes it's funny yeah, because he, he became TV. a heartthrob after like a few years later yeah well, I mean look at his foundation here yeah so he's, he's, he's all set <laughs> not too shabby what do you think was the earliest like summer movie you saw I think E.T. probably was the earliest for me yeah probably yeah probably E.T. Yeah, like I said was... I, I we I went and saw it in the th I did I see I don't know if I saw it in the theaters but I do remember watching it and it was again didn't really get it didn't understand the story I sure. was just like I want like when you're so young when, when I was in, like when I was uh, when I was a kid I didn't really watch movies I just kind of sat in front of them moving pictures and lights you know and I was like yeah that's cool but like if it wasn't wrestling or cartoons I wasn't really dialed in so. I don't really remember yeah, that. The, yeah, like live action back then, you just weren't into it, really. Yeah, so I was just kind of like, okay, this is yeah, okay. But like going back and watching it, uh, you know, in my teens, and like I remember going, okay, this film's kind of fucked up, yeah, because you know it's like it's kind of scary when you think about it. Like, what? Look what you're doing. You're like the kid dies right at the bit, like right in the middle of the movie, and 
parents must have been like, Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> you killed the kid? You don't kill the kid. <laughs> you always like, kill the kid. The uh, runners, yeah. Back then, though, you have to realize, like, there were no, like, not everyone had tapes. Like, we all, we all alluded to that already, but back in the early 80s when we were like four and five years old that's the only way we could see movies was the theater because it just you weren't getting tapes and vcrs and stuff back then so yeah it, it there was wasn't a theater. i get here's here's a question since we're talking about like the medium that we watch these on like with today's medium, with the streaming, do you find do you think like uh, like the the studios kind of fucked themselves over with the movie releases be, uh, during the pandemic when everything was going streaming? Yes, I I also read an interesting idea here too is that Netflix has lost money pretty much since day one. Like the streaming was never meant to make money; it was meant to just eventually take over how we consumed media. And then just everything else goes by the way the wayside, kind of like how Blockbusters and Rogers, you know, ate up mom and pop video stores because mom and pop video stores couldn't afford to buy eighty copies of Face Off. Yeah. So it's just it's just or like how Amazon, which we all use, so it's hard not to, but you know, destroys local bookstores. So and just the fact that like, yeah, like Netflix runs at a loss for a significant amount of time. And and now and obviously they're trying to charge you know tons of money. So it was just to like nuke the market, and then they have control, and then they can just charge whatever they want try after. To, try to carve it out the way they see fit. But yeah, you talking about like old video stores and stuff, man. Like that was all part of it. I can remember the three of us. Like we'd get off at school on Friday. We knew we were going to Turbo's house for the probably the weekend mm-hmm. over in the Amityville house. And I can still remember like his <laughs> yeah. mom picking us picking us up from school. We'd go to Blockbuster. We'd spend probably a good like half hour to forty minutes just looking through shit because we we're gonna probably pick up a movie and a couple of games. And they had like the popcorn, and it was just it was all part of it. Yeah, yeah I know. The real temptation was I had two or three little independent video stores. The various points of when I moved around, moved around a fair chunk too. But it always like rent a new movie, rent a new movie, get an old movie, or get you know two old movies for you know four bucks. So it was yep. pretty much two movies a night, like right after school. Homework mm-hmm. not so much. Mostly well, sleeping. Strangely, a lot of sleeping. But that was the carbon monoxide. But <laughs> usually, yes. usually a lot of like yeah, just two movies. Like oh, let's go new and old, new and old. Go go go. And also free movie posters because of all the releases they ran out of room so not many people can brag that they had a poster of man's best friend but hey turbo you, know you want to see me beat this next level in resident evil right after i take a nap <laughs> <laughs> i'd be sleeping there i had carbon he'd look over at you and you'd already be asleep i'd already be asleep it's only 7 30 p.m why are we sleeping Oh, it'd be earlier than that. I'll be way oh, earlier yeah. than that. <laughs> it'd be like, like hey, we're going over to your house to play video games. And I'd be like, yeah, that's awesome. And then we go over and I'd wake up the next morning and be like, what the fuck happened? Oh, fuck, we got to go to school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That cost you Airfall, both grade folks. 12. Not really that funny. Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, brain cells. Don't grow back, kid. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's guy. That's yeah. why you guys were never heavy drinkers. <laughs> no, no need, no need. 
just we can just hold our breath for a bit and get buzzed. Good thing you were. I'd be visiting <laughs> you both in a home right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, we'd be cool dudes. But um, yeah, definitely the allure of, and also not the instant gratification. But then again, like I'm sure you guys, with your significant other, just stare at the the menus of trying to pick. You know what that's, are you gonna watch? Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing is. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to watch something. And then I, I open it up and I'm like, okay, what am I going to what, – well, one, what platform am I watching? So it's like uh, Amazon for the four shows I like or is it uh, Disney? I'm going to watch a film like a Marvel movie. I haven't watched the new Ant-Man movie yet, so I'm thinking of maybe doing that on my week off. But Or do, you, or do I do the Tubi route and do my old uh, one, one episode of uh, Go Go 5 uh, fucking – uh, some Japanese Spider-Man, so hard, and, yeah, and then and then like some uh, uh, Ultraman or uh, which uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the Carmen Ryder? Carmen Ryder. Carmen Ryder. Hey, <laughs> so good. There used to be a big joke uh, with well, it was when Netflix was big. You could get a Netflix um, browsing account, and it was like two ninety nine a month, and all it would allow you to do was look through the menus. Just look at them. <laughs> yeah, like you could you'd spend, spend hours doing it. I, what happens is, like, I'll get elevated and I'll go out and I'll be like, "Okay, I'm gonna watch something." And it's like, open it up and I'm scrolling for like 20 minutes. And it's like, ah, oh, there's nothing on Amazon. Let me go to this. And then it's 20 yeah. minutes there. By the time I find something, I only get to watch one episode. And I wanted to kind of binge watch, you know, get a yep. couple episodes in of something you watch. Nope. Uh, speaking of physical media, I did something very bad today, gentlemen. You just reminded me. Uh oh! I did a little bit of thrifting. Oh, to, to elaborate to justify if I'm going to buy a Panther. Uh, this film is "Thumbs Up" by Gene Siskel of Siskel and Ebert. Interesting <laughs> action, star-powered adre- adventure, and cutting-edge special effects with the awe-inspiring, awesome morphing sequences beyond your wildest dreams. Did you do- Summon to a mysterious island, three martial arts warriors engage in the ultimate battle of good against evil, the supernatural tournament of Mortal Kombat. Oh, nice. Mortal Kombat on VHS. Is it the cartoon or the actual no, movie? No, it's a movie. It's a live-action movie, the film, if you will. And it has uh, $55 worth of Mortal Kombat merchandise absolutely free, gift savings towards immortal projects, uh, some sort of coupon book. <laughs> Nice. For a Goro mask, a Raiden mask that is a very racial stereotype of a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. I seeing that now, that's gonna go to hell. Uh yeah, I swung by because in my mind it's like, oh if I'm gonna buy I bought the stupid Vic- Vicron, so I should immediately find something to flip. And I have, uh, uh, it's like, look, exclusive Mortal Kombat product information. Join the combat club, both the two Ks. Collectors issue phone card. I get a nice. phone card so I can call for the 1-800 number for cool Mortal Kombat tips. Oh, uh, that's probably worth some money. Somebody wants that. <laughs> it's probably. Somebody oh, would, yeah, a t-shirt. Collect it. That memorabilia. Not the way for so and uh, a subscription, twelve issues of Game Pro for twelve ninety twelve ninety nineteen ninety nine. Nice. So get some Game Pro. Uh, we'll be putting that up on our socials. Be sure to jump or, jump on our Twitter and our Instagrams. So I figure, you know what? In the guest room where the VCR and the 
the regular TV is Mortal Kombat. The nice. other one is something from my childhood that is not good. 1987, Firewalker, starring Chuck Norris and Louis Gossett Jr. <laughs> that movie sucked so bad. So bad. <laughs> Oozing charisma. Oh. Chuck Norris, man of the people. Yeah, ladies' man, comedic legend. So a pair of down-the-out fortune hunters cash in on high adventure. Do you remember the Chuck Norris cartoon? I do. I only saw a few of them, but I really liked the toys as a child. It the was toys absurd. Were cool. The toys were cool. I, I never watched the cartoon, but the toys were cool. You could actually, they, they were the same size as G.I. Joe's, so you could kind of fudge them into, fudge them into your uh, scenarios. You could use Chuck Norris and make him a Joe of some sort. Bad guys from uh, from it could be Cobra. They're figures. all also super ninjas. There's regular ninjas and then super ninjas. Yeah, so yeah, very, well, ninja just... heavy. <laughs> yeah, very ninja heavy. Regular yeah. and super. <laughs> yeah, superior. It's like uh, XL, unleaded ninja. So I spent a whopping, I think, three dollars for some some nostalgia for the. Oh, okay, so I'm pretty much on par for my my June $60 purchases. is uh, your June your June's over, yeah, sir. Yeah, <laughs> Brenda, get me. I think we're getting Japanese food this weekend. I think I might be in trouble, boys. I might be in trouble. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> to be fair, rice. To be fair, to be fair, I do have some uh, GI Joe, Cobra Troopers, and Storm Shadows to flip. So that will be my project this weekend. Cobra so. Troopers and a Storm Shadow to flip. Yep, so that will make me feel you not so bad. don't want any Cobra Troopers algorithm for your army building, for your shelf? I, I don't army build, and I have one. Sure, would you like but, two more, though? <laughs> you could have three. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. 15 a pop. Pretty Ooh, good. Ooh, that's a deal. That's a no, deal. That's pretty much what I paid. No, I'm good, man. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm into the uh, the 25th anniversary ones right now. I think I'm done with the uh, the the Arctic Bat is the only one that I'm kind of looking at for uh, classic. You were very now. successful. You you had a, a a very successful run there, so you you got lucky. Your hunt is over. Your hunt is over. I did, especially with um, with those 25th anniversaries. I still kind of looked them up in that. I'm seeing people paying like thirty, thirty five. I paid twenty dollars a figure. That's pretty, pretty dope. That. Yeah. Pretty dope. I still want that Serpentor, though. <laughs> it's never over. It's never over. No. I'm I'm hooked on those ones. No, it's good. I mean, you did, you did good for both, actually, for the Classifieds and the 25th. You both, you were in the right place at the right time. It was. Excellent, excellent. I'm very jealous by the friend who went uh, and enabled me into a, a vehicle I didn't need. He picked up the uh, Master of the Universe wwf wrestling ring so now he can have his his weirdos just give each other suplexes and backbreakers in the uh the official eternia wrestling ring who'd have thought even eternia has the greatest sport of them all oh that would be very cool <laughs> any uh behind the dark side for you guys you guys all caught up dark side i haven't even yeah i haven't even started watching the new season yet i haven't i know they just did an episode of who was it? Uh, Tammy and Sonny. Or no, Tammy no. and Chris. No, they uh, just T- did a the TA. Magnum, uh, TA. Mag- Magnum, Magnum TA. TA. They just did a new episode, yeah. Yeah, what a crazy story. What a what a rough run that guy had. So bad. So, I was, so I was rough as Jake the Snakes. 
Uh, fair enough, fair enough. But I mean, almost dying. But uh, you know, as far speaking, as for speaking of dying, R.I.P. Shiki Baby. Yeah, the Iron Shrek, the uh, Shiki Baby. I think it's going to be a YouTube of Iron Sheik matches. Who would you say was Iron Sheik's best feud, other than Hulk Hogan and Bruno San Martino? Sergeant Slaughter, man. Oh, okay. Was he? He was bad. Yeah, he was a good guy. Yep, Sergeant Slaughter was a good guy for a while. Yep. Yeah, they had that. It was the whole American versus foreigner. Yeah. Well, they got. They, yeah, they got screwed. The reason why they turned him bad is because they needed a heel for WrestleMania Seven, and they were stuck. Mm. That's the only reason Sergeant Slaughter turned bad. But yeah, he was a huge fan favorite for years. So much so that. They turned him into a GI Joe figure, and he uh, he killed Serpenter with an elbow drop. Exactly. <laughs> what, do you know his you... figure actually has a figure for the figure? Yeah, it comes with it, so he can play yeah. it himself. I yeah. saw that. <laughs> pretty. That's ingenious. pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty funny, actually. And he's also he on had... the gas. That figure is yoked out. <laughs> yeah, he was he... on the juice. He had a uh, LJN figure too. I didn't even know that. It was a mail away. I remember wow. seeing that yeah. in the back of comic books, and yeah, good for good for that guy for getting the bank of like having the. I mean, Colonel Kirshner didn't get a GI Joe, but uh, just the perfect timing of having a, a military gimmick and GI Joe being popular. Yeah, he was immortalized as a cartoon, right? Yeah. That's awesome. So good for him. I hope he doesn't. Nothing comes. I hope there isn't a dark side of Sergeant Slaughter. He. Uh... He is making residuals, probably. Yeah, no, for uh, sure. So money. I think maybe the homework will be checking out some uh, Iron Sheik for some of the Jim Crockett or Mid South wrestling wrestling from eighty to eighty two, back when he could probably physically still go. You know, instead of just years punch of kick. Uh, punch kick, hey, camel uh, clutch, punch yeah. kick, camel clutch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys have been watching the uh, A&E biographies, but they just did one on him probably about a month ago, and it's really, really good. Nice. Any any highlights to speak of? Or anything that um, you learned? Well, the <clears throat> his hero, I can't remember the guy's name offhand, but he was like known as one of the best wrestlers in the world. He was the Iranian champion. But the problem was is that he clashed with um, the I can't remember the official title of the leader of at the Iran. time, yeah. The same one that the Iron Sheik ended up being a bodyguard for. Um, this guy actually had the wrestler guy killed, and they they kind of asked the Iron Sheik about it, and he's kind of very coy, like he doesn't come out and say like you know the the czar or whatever he was had him killed. He's just like you know he was at this um, hotel room. And all of a sudden, he was dead. <laughs> That's just kind of how he describes yes. it. Little Mazira uh, uh, Taki. I mispronounced that. I'm sorry, Taki, folks. yes. Yeah. You're right. So yes, it, his was death was labeled as suicide and was, uh, falsified. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. Like, his, like just seeing him with hair and stuff was kind of, like, just different. And then I yeah, mean, the other stuff too. I kind of knew about. But one of the other highlights is... Uh, is Vern Gagne offering him X amount of dollars to break Hulk Hogan's leg during their <laughs> big match because it completely screwed Vince McMahon. He should have. And Sheik didn't do it. Mm. And, it would have uh, been a different era if he did. 
of course, the, the moment that I've brought up many times, um, like when we kind of, the moment that I turned from Mark to Smark and my innocence was ruined um, <laughs> was when he and Hacksaw Jim Duggan got caught for transporting Amira Joanna and they were together. And it's like, why are the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who are like the the biggest of enemies, why are they traveling together? And then, of course, my dad chiming in and saying, I told you, they're all buddies. They're all going out for beers after. And, and like, in fact, they were going out for doobies instead. Yeah. Like, no, dad. They're rolling, they're, they're rolling doobs. Yep. yep. So that was hey, the man. moment that I found it out. It brings them all together. was all fake. How insufferable, how insufferable would a stoned uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan be? I mean, really, I don't think I could deal with him. Did you watch any of the um, Tales he's like from the a, Territories? He's like a 300-pound golden retriever. Uh, I watched a few of them. So there's <laughs> one, episode, one episode talking about him, and he was like That's he was not- at a bar. And... Uh, the, the big thing, like back and probably still is, but the big thing back then is when the wrestlers went to the bars, there'd be a lot of patrons or patrons, patrons, uh, libations in them thinking, I can take this wrestler out. And the big thing was, is if a wrestler lost a bar brawl or a bar fight, then that's pretty much their career. So this one night, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was there. And this guy went up to him and uh, sucker punched him. And then through. Uh, his drink in Duggan's face and blinded him and then started like hammering on him and Duggan went down and then <clears throat> the other wrestlers that were standing there, they were going to jump in and they're like, this, this is the end of hacks. Like this is the end of Jim Duggan. His like his career, career for sure. He and then all of a sudden, I, I guess he hulked up Did and he like, got up. He basically got up and he's like, and he grabbed the guy and like just beat the living piss out of him. And everyone's like, no, Hacksaw's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Wrestling's real. Wrestling is still real. We have a special uh, news update yeah, here um, from so, from our literary lesson giver, guys, carbon monoxide. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, so actually, I have a Bret Hart story, uh, or Bret Hart's version of the story that uh, you guys were just discussing about the Iron Sheik and uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So um, here it is. So uh, at the TV tapings in Buffalo on June 2nd, an angry Vince summoned all the wrestlers to a meeting to discuss the latest embarrassing incident. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a bearded Goliath with the personality of a big, friendly St. Bernard, had made the simple mistake of giving his storyline arch rival, the Iron Sheik, a ride to Ashbury Park or Asbury Park, uh, New Jersey, where they'd be working against each other. The Sheik brought along a few cans of beer and lit up a joint, even though Duggan asked him not to smoke in the car. New Jersey state troopers pulled them over, and the odor of marijuana was all the probable cause they needed to search the car. They discovered coke in the Sheik's shaving kit, so he and Duggan were both arrested. It was a, <laughs> it was hard to tell what made it a national news story, the rival wrestlers riding together in the midst of their huge America versus Iran feud, or the fact that they'd allegedly been caught doing drugs together. Duggan's hometown of Glen Falls, New York, a sleepy suburb of Albany, had been busily preparing for a WWF-sponsored Hacksaw Jim Duggan Day, with Jim's father, the much-respected local police chief, presiding. (laughs) Needless to say, the moment was lost. So, yeah, that's the story. That's awesome. Oh, shiki baby. Shiki baby. (laughs) Yeah. You rascal. Yeah. 
Uh, Vince had immediately fired them, and now he was going to give us a long lecture about on the absolute necessity of to kayfabe. The yeah. days of six backs and blowjobs are over, shouted. All the wrestlers <laughs> had this say it ain't so expression on their faces, and then he told them all that he was instituting a mandatory drug test for cocaine, and that anyone who failed would be suspended for six weeks without pay. The second Except time you get <laughs> his second time you get mandatory Except rehab for paid boys. for. Uh, paid for out of your check, third strike, you're fired. Um, and so, yeah, Anvil had just been acquitted of assaulting that stewardess and then got himself bankrolled by Vince to counter sue U.S. Air. He had thought that the world was going to look pretty rosy. And then, uh, yeah, the Brett ends with, I was actually relieved that cocaine testing would be soon in effect and hope it would force more wrestlers to clean up before someone else died. So, yeah. Aww. So Bret Hart, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that story there made uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan my favorite old school wrestler, <laughs> just because he was described as as having the personality of a big friendly Saint Bernard. So I just, want, I just wanted to add that in there, guys. So, uh, yep. Anyway, as you were. Anyway, <laughs> thanks. thanks for the update. Do you remember the movie Blood? <laughs> yes. Are you? I yes, always when I was a kid, I thought that was hacksaw. That was in I didn't realize it was Bo- uh, Booger or whatever that dude's name was from Revenge of the Nerds. It's uh, I always thought it was hacksaw. I should they rewatch should Blood Sport. You should. You should. Fucking yeah, Vampire Slayer and Blood Sport. <gasps> Buffy. Exactly. Uh, and also, to this day, Bret Hart mentions that they shouldn't uh, crack down on marijuana. They should be more apprehensive of, obviously, the other drugs. So he lamented as soon as they started testing for weed, other people started doing way too much booze and opioids. So, Bret Hart. For weed. The big thing back then was that they could all get it. They could just get prescriptions. Yeah. You could I don't even think candy. that's a big deal anymore in wrestling, is it? Like, I don't think wrestlers even have drug addictions anymore. <laughs> There's no blowjobs and six-packs. It's uh, Twitch, it's Chugs, it's uh, streaming Zelda and yeah. uh, doing uh, TikTok dances. Or they have big so, jobs. Or right? OnlyFans. Or OnlyFans. Or OnlyFans. <laughs> There's OnlyFans. Yeah. Or like, yeah, Britt Baker, actual dentist. Orange Cassidy is an architect. Like, some of these people actually have, like, proper real jobs. And then they wrestled. It should have been around in the early 90s. Yeah, exactly. When, the, when all the wrestlers had jobs. Right. <laughs> they did. Oh, they're like, how, what's, what's an architect set? <laughs> like, he's the Erecting? architect. Yeah, he directs things. <laughs> he knows your structural destabilizing. He knows yeah, your there you, there you go. They had all of his matches are a scaffold match. They had a wrestler plumber. I mean, what, <laughs> yeah. like, I think they could think of something for an architect. <laughs> they had a rush, they had a wrestling hillbilly like hillbilly was a job. T.L. Hopper, yeah. yeah hillbilly Jim was the T.L. Hopper was the plumber, yeah. and he yeah. found a chocolate bar at the bottom of a pool. And the big gag was is that he ate it because only he knew it was a chocolate bar, and everyone thought he'd found a piece of crap and was eating it. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't that, was that the gag. like in a Bill Murray movie as well? Yes. Wasn't that a gag in one of the movies he was in in the 80s? Everything from wrestling is stolen from popular media. Exactly. Oh, okay. Just like Fair Duke enough. the Dumpster Drosty. Sorry, oh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. Man oh. Mountain Rock. From, <laughs> yeah, a big fat guy who could play three chords. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. I you can play three chords really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and a purchase for tie-dye t-shirts. So, what was your favorite wrestling job? Man. Ow. <laughs> now, are we talking about, like, that I the liked, or are we talking about that was just, like, ridiculous? You know, whatever spoke to your heart. Look in, close your eyes, look into your heart. I I kind of liked IRS, Mike Rotunda. Sure. I, I, I don't know, man. He was a hard-working government employee. Yeah, exactly. And he was just, yeah. you know, the repo man was also just doing his friggin' job. Like, yeah. I, I thought he was given a bum rap. Like my dad was a was a kind of a repo man at one point. He had to repossess things, and I'm just like, he's not evil. He's to, these bums can't pay their bills, and he's he's taking what's rightfully his. Like I'm not quite sure why he had like pieces of tire on a big trench coat, but uh, <laughs> yeah, some sort of Mad Max attire, a little bit of mask. Know, like, you know, he's and plus he was he was half a demolition. Like he was awesome. They made him extra sneaky. It's hard for a six exactly. four man to be sneaky. My He's favorite is the is mine and what's yours is mine. Remember, remember he used to sneak down to the ring with that stupid tow rope that he'd carry yep. with him. There's uh, no this... cars in the arena. There's no repo. There's no cars there. You can't, <laughs> but he's tied the guy up was, and beat him up, right? His catchphrase was, what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. Yep. It was genius, man. I'm going to have to go with Hillbilly. Hillbilly Jim, what's your job? Uh, I can't read good. I dance in a circle. I'm he makes the, he probably made he probably made moonshine. Yeah, he probably did make moonshine for sure. Hey, don't go messing with the country boy. Well, no. To interject for a sec, um, did you did any of you watch Dark Side of the Ring, the Chris and Tammy episode? No, I haven't. It's Turbo, you're you're flopping here. I'm flopping. I know. <laughs> so I, there, I got shit I, going on. <laughs> I had no idea Paul Heyman was such a piece of shit. So uh, I'm, yeah. I was shocked to hear don't that too. Like that guy. But like, again. That's Cornette saying that, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, I don't know. I didn't or Tommy Dreamer, Dreamer want to murder, murder him because he ripped yeah, him off there's, too. There's, some, like, there's, there's, there's a lot of gotta, stories. There's, there's something you got to watch, though. When Tommy Dreamer and Heyman are on the same show, there's like an ECW uh, panel, and Tommy Dreamer like talks like straight for, straight at uh, Paul Heyman's like, I should, I should, there's times I wanted to fucking kill you. <laughs> But, and then he went on his little rant and basically explained why I don't want to kill you anymore, <laughs> sort of thing. So it, it's interesting because like a, like a Swamp Ninja saying, or sorry, what Algorithm saying is a Cornette, as we all know, is very biased to certain few and he likes to embellish on right. some Absolutely. of the stories. Um, so, again, I haven't watched it yet, so I guess I know what I'm doing when I get off the podcast. It's it's not a great episode. Um it's it's not as good as the rest. Like they they don't really spend a lot of time on Sunny, and I felt there was a lot missing on it. And I kind of found out afterwards that I guess she's currently in like facing Jail. charges, so they had yeah. to be like they couldn't tell everything. Um, but the part that I wanted to bring up because you guys were talking about Hillbilly Jim and the and the Country Boys and that Phineas Godwin and, and Hog. They were talking about the slop bucket. Do you, do you remember the the bump she took where she the slop bucket was dumped over her head? Well, apparently there was a lot of wrestlers that contributed to that slop. That's just their oh, DNA. Gross. Yeah. yeah, it's not someone just someone's travel in. bag. Sonny wasn't the most popular person in the back, and someone came in and basically put the bucket in the dressing room and said, "Nobody touch this. This is the slop that's going over Sonny's head tonight." Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. 
What happens, and happens, yep. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Cornette, but he said that there were about 20 wrestlers that contributed their DNA to that <laughs> slop. <laughs> yeah, wrestling business. Kearney yeah. Chick Show. Yep. Or just Randy Orton taking a dump in your bag. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then sneaking that's away. Xbox stick. Why, yeah. Randy? Why? Randall. Randall. Or, Randy. Or he'd give you the stink bomb, but with his penis in his hand. He'd have his hand yeah. down the front of his pants, and he'd come up and then put his hand out to shake. And if you didn't shake his hand, he'd be thinking you're being ignorant. But it's like, dude, I don't want your ball sweat in my hands. <laughs> wow, what a classy dude. Oh, yeah, that's Randy Orton. Randall. Randall. For shame. I uh, told you guys the uh, the rib that um, Jake the Snake pulled on Rick Rude, right? Yes. Still okay. one for the ages, though. Bring it on. I don't We're almost tell. out of time, folks. We're All right. We'll get that time. story next time. time. That's going to be in the bonus feature. That. We'll be in the okay. bonus features. <laughs> With but, drunk Ben uh, Affleck on commentary. Yes. Stoned Turbo. Stone uh, turbo, turbo on slow mode. Uh, thanks to marijuana. Is it an indica? What's, the, what's, your, what's your poison? Oh, no, tonight? dude. I'm, I'm dialed in. It's a sativa. I'm wide awake. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not down. This stuff's like Adderall. Like I'll probably as soon as I get off the podcast, I'll You're pop the headphone in, and I'll probably do a quick pass of this, for like a rough edit, and then I'm gonna jump on the uh, the tubes because Summer Game Fest happened. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah, so I'll be doing that probably too. So fun, fun times. But yeah, we gotta go. Uh, we got about twenty seconds left, so I'll go through the socials, I guess. Uh, as always, you can find us on Podbean. Um, just search Retro 2BD Podcast. Find us on uh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, a bunch of other platforms. Everything but Apple, essentially. Um, buy those goggles. Can, yeah, buy those goggles. <laughs> um, we're also going to be on Instagram at 2BD Pods. Lots of cool things going on there. Also on the uh, Twitter app at 2BD Pod, however long that lasts. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all the socials. Of course, you can check us out on Instagram, not Instagram, sorry, TikTok, and just search Retro 2BD Pod. You can find us there. There's lots of nonsense that's going to be up there soon. So check that out. And as always, like we always say at the end of every episode, dare to be stupid. Peace. Bye. Bye.